Sorry, you weren't aware of the gargantuan amount of work that Wei puts in for us? You weren't fully aware of the, the absolutely massive undertaking that is editing down this show? I'll be honest with you. I don't care how much work Wei puts into this. I will I will just pile on to that no matter how. I'm actually elated. I wish I could create a... You know what? I'll create an alt account and then invite them into this server so that I can have yet another audio file, only with feedback this time, just because I love hearing the suffering of post-production way. That rules. <laughs> I do put two hours of work onto way before I take half an hour of work on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking for this session, we could play a game called City of Mist. City of Mist is a pretty cool game. The premise of that game is that uh, you're playing as a character who's kind of inhabited by a story. And the story is what gives you magic powers. I'm, I'm sorry, you, you said we were playing City of, and then you said something else and I just couldn't hear it. It was like a staticky. <laughs> it's a good game, guys. It's a good game. I don't know. I think we should just play a game of Spirit Island instead. I think we should play Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, a game that has absolutely no problems and zero market dominance. owned by the most ethical company that exists and does such a fantastic job of implementing its mechanics and has definitely not done anything in the news lately that makes everyone upset. This opening is not going to be relevant in a month from now. I think we should instead readapt our game for GURPS. Yeah, this is not <laughs> timely at all. This is going to age horribly. Uh, just I'm keeping game. it in, baby. We play the long game and wait for the next atrocity. <laughs> God, so yeah. true. Yeah, we were not specific enough. We could just wait for them to do something else. Anyway, guys, if you're into D&D, just jump ship. I promise. Just jump ship now. It'll be okay. Don't buy the new additions. Don't let them keep doing it. I believe in you. Yeah, that game sucks. That's why I'm suggesting we play this new game called City of Mist. I don't know. It's a fun I, I've game. Been, I've been really wanting to try Mothership lately. Could we play Mothership? Mothership is also really good. I do like Mothership quite a bit. No, what's maybe, that game you and Wei always make fun of each other with? That like really awful game? <laughs> I don't know. Like the classic I, I, miniatures? I think I've got pretty stellar taste, no matter what the game is, and I think that Wei can back me up on this one, right? Yeah, every single game Noah has introduced me to has just been a slam dunk, home run, touchdown. It's just been amazing all the way down. Noah's a fabulous person. Yeah. Anyway, uh, rest in peace to the the HeroScape Kickstarter. That was... That, was <laughs> <laughs> that Kickstarter failed. Yeah, because everybody realized it was a shit game. Do you still have that bin lying around nowhere? Did that like end up in a fire somewhere? No, no, that is that is. It's like the bones of a loved one. I I don't want them here, <laughs> but I get rid of them. Dude, that dude. Remember when I was telling you about how at PAX someone was trying to sell me his entire HeroScape collection for like two thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, Thinking of like it as the bones, the bones of a loved, of a loved one, one completely right. changes that interaction for me. Listen, do uh, you really need all of your loved one's bones? Just for $2,000, though, dude, I could have owned all of the HeroScape content that has ever been released. I mean, think about that. I do think at some point we should gather and put Noah's copy of that game to rest. No. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, true. What? We should have some kind of cer ceremony, a burial. Yeah.
what kind of world are we living in where you guys are seriously talking in front of me about throwing out my possessions? What the hell? <laughs> because we know how much you hate HeroScape. I'm just going to assume you want to destroy it. Look, and no matter what you say, response. I'm going to say you're kidding. The normal response when your friend talks about how sad it makes them to look at their grandmother's ashes in an urn is to say, well, let's just throw them out. <laughs> I didn't say let's just throw them out. I said let's have a ceremony where we, like, spread them out someplace she loved. Like a hole. We're going to start opening scenes now. Everybody, everybody quiet down. Quiet down, class. Let's keep it at a dull roar. Uh, no, let's keep it at a totally silent as I run my scenes because I'm the star of the show. Did you, did you make sure to do your breathing exercises? You, you don't want to tire out your throat too soon. Ways Mythos is the anime protagonist who's the fourth best character in the show. Open on a dull gray wall, rough stonework crumbling between cracking mortar. Linger on a patch of brown staining the wall. Slowly focus until we see the faintest, thinnest. God damn it. Unfucking right, I broke. I Unfucking <laughs> believe. Okay. I saw the laughter out of the corner of my eye. I'm going to minimize Discord now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking at the expressions. We'll, I know. That, that was a bad one. That was that one was a bad one, but I'm, that I'm wasn't sticking laughter. with it. That wasn't laughter. That was a disappointed, it. slow shake of the head. <laughs> I'm going to defend it. Linger on a patch of brown. This is unprecedented. Don't even try. This is, Don't even this try. Just, <laughs> no, that's the problem, guys. He is trying. The stain is just too brown for him. He's overwhelmed. <laughs> Truly, this is so bad. We are just breathing the, the maximum of this I think all of you are forgetting how bad the first brown stained like bits were. It was like, the very it was first bad. ones were awful. They were so forced, and then Way has gotten more and more skillful, and now you guys yeah. are all reacting to a three out of ten when we've seen one out of ten. <laughs> there, was, there was literally a point where you were just talking about shit trickling out of a toilet bowl. We the, everything has been uphill from there. <laughs> this joke has been like a comet with like a five hundred thousand year trajectory towards the earth. It's just been like nothing for so long. It just it just comes in and releases all of its gravitational energy. Oh, oh my god! That so hard right now. Editing way, uh, you are you're gonna have a time. You know, he's gonna enjoy it. He's gonna enjoy it. Editing way always loves everything we do. So, so I, I want to talk about something <laughs> wonderful that Wei did over the holidays. Wei, Wei was um, incredibly generous. He put this very thoughtful uh, note, and then he gave me a copy of Spirit Island, which has been like the inspiration for so many of the stories that we've told in this campaign. And and it, I, I think it was one of the first board games that you showed me, Wei, actually. And it, it was a it was just very, very sweet, and it was accompanied by these incredible T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, featuring the pixel art of Nick's incredible hard work. Yo, um, I didn't hear about work. these. Yeah, this is yeah. a reveal for me. This is sick as hell. They're incredible, and this is us talking about merch that you will never have access to. And I also 
had decided that I was going to get Way a gift, which it also concerns me whenever I, I give gifts because I, I feel like they're never quite adequate for like the depth of the relationship spoilers. of the people uh, that I'm that I'm giving them to, and so it, it just feels like an exercise in futility. But I resolved to get a gift for Way, and in matching with the thoughtfulness and the kindness and the sweetness of his gift which which has told so many stories and and which was accompanied by like this this heart melting letter uh i gave way a book called fens bogs and swamps uh, <laughs> and that was it it was it was just for the bit it was, it yeah. was no 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 that is not for the bit if you and i have our way that will inform the rest of this game as much as as uh <laughs> as spirit island has so far don't say if you and i have our way add me into that thank you very much that is a yeah get it. <laughs> i was not there for the first fen bit but i will have you know i am here for our wetlands i took a photo of some wetlands specifically to send you guys and then i forgot i'm gonna start reading this book <laughs> and then i'm Yo. gonna use it to inspire me for this campaign it's gonna yeah, happen it's a good book i legitimately want to read that book since this campaign every time i play civilization i always build the wonder that boat gives a bonus for swamps every time <laughs> you should read little snippets of it as like opening bits annie prule is actually an award-winning author so i i hope that the uh i, I just want a pulitzer yeah um, no that looks like a good book and about the importance of our wetlands and climate change i believe in it open on a dull gray wall rough stonework crumbling between cracking mortar linger on a patch of brown staining the wall you i give you so much time to collect yourself open on a dull gray wall rough stonework crumbling between cracking mortar linger on a patch of brown staining the wall slowly focus until we see the faintest thinnest line running through the stain then zoom out until we see the object in its entirety a fishing line on a fishing pole leaned up in some cobweb infested corner an aluminum can dangles from the hook by its tab, hanging motionless. An ancient hand reaches down and unhooks the can. We hear a muffled grunt from off-screen. <clears throat> then a scream, and a cut to black. Emma! Had read. Right. We have a sponsor, guys! We got our first sponsor! Fade in on a dozen dead-eyed corporate board members slouched around a long table looking up at a series of line graphs in grayscale. A woman in a drab gray suit is giving a presentation, her voice the voice of death. As you can see, quarterly earnings are... Boring! The door slams open and the camera rapidly pivots to show Tish standing triumphantly in a bright tie-dye hoodie. All the heads in the room slowly turn to face her. Lucky for you, I got just the thing. She reaches into her hoodie pocket and pulls out a large bag of Toritos with a flourish, holding it so the camera can linger on the branding. Toritos, new rainbow raspberry flavor. Heesh pops a pink Torito into her mouth. She chomps down with a satisfying crunch, causing the whole room to shake. As the board members tremble in fear, Tish hands the Toritos bag to the man next to her. Here, try one. 
He reluctantly pulls out a lime green chip and bites down, shaking the room again. Color creeps into his fingertips, then his sleeve, vibrant shades of chartreuse and emerald. As he passes the Torito's bag to the next person, music starts to play, the hottest new EDM dance track. He starts to move his shoulders rhythmically. It's Torito time! Tish jumps up on the table and launches into a double backflip, scattering papers everywhere. We see the backflip in slow motion. She lands right as the beat drops, a rainbow of color bursting where her sneakers impact the table, spreading across the room. One by one, each board member starts grooving out. The grayscale line graphs transform into a brilliant array of flashing lights. Within seconds, people are gyrating like it's their last day on Earth. Your life needs some color in it. Torito's rainbow raspberry flavor. Get it now. Let's go into the Tish downtime scene. Tish hangs upside down, legs folded over the railing of a fire escape in a familiar alley. It's a place she hangs out often when she finds herself with some free time after finishing a stream. The place where, a few months ago, a strange girl had given her a magic bag that turned her into a superhero. She's on her phone as she keeps an eye on the street below. Scrolling across her screen is a subreddit she also likes to frequent at times like these. The top of the forum reads, Mute Mysteries. The banner says, Where the Unexplainable Lives. She taps on a trending post. Secret Caverns under the Mute Community Center. No. Taqueria Blue Tacos made from heroin? No. Headless Biker spotted again downtown? No. Tish taps into her profile and on her post. The date reads over a month ago. Anyone see an uncanny little Asian girl around handing out strange objects? She kind of looks like if the kid in the Jungle Book had a twin sister, but like a lot creepier. The only response is, sounds like my niece, LOL. And what kind of objects? Tish responds, so far, a stick and a bag. So, trash? <laughs> Tish sighs and drops from the railing, her fall slowing as the background to her shoulders inflates. She does a lazy backflip and lands gently on her feet, then heads out the alleyway towards the nearest convenience store. Her supply of Toritos is low. Browsing the aisles, she spots a new flavor, Burning Lava Explosion Supreme. Sweet. She grabs it, turns, and runs straight into a familiar little girl. Hi there. What? Well, hey, hang on there. I know you. I, you're, you're the one who gave me this, this thing, right? She scratches her head. She's like, yeah. I've been me. looking for you. What? Yeah, I know. I've been looking for you, too. You have? And there you are. And here I am. I, I have so many questions. What are they? <laughs> this bag and that stick, where'd you get them? I made it for you. You made it? Mm-hmm. When? Yeah. Why'd you give it to me? Well, actually, that's not true. I made it for your grandma, but she didn't want it. What? So I ended up giving it to you. Oh. How did you make it? How do you make a bag? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really remember. It was kind of a long time ago. A long time ago. Do you, like, have a, a phone number or something? No, I don't have a phone. Do you have, like, an email? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, like... I mostly just, like, walking around. <laughs> are you, like, a magic individual? Mm, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I think one of your friends is kind of like me. Which one? Do you know? Um, I don't know them. I haven't talked to them yet, but I think they only very recently became like me. Ooh, um, interesting. Shadows, darkness, something like that. Ooh. She shrugs. Do you make other stuff? I've made a couple things, yeah. But like the stick in the bag and uh, more than that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But it's a secret. 
okay. And you just hand them out to people? <laughs> weren't supposed to find out about the stick either. Oh. Uh, how do you know who to hand them to? I mostly just pick random people. Except old people. <laughs> I don't like old people. <laughs> but you're gonna give it to my grandma. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. She wasn't oh, old when I was trying to give it to her. Wow. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want it to be. <laughs> wow, I spent all this time trying to find you, and now I don't know what else to ask. Going looking for me isn't a very good idea. <laughs> Why? Why's that? Because I kind of wander around. It's kind of hard to know where I'll be. Oh, I see. You just kind of just kind of are places. She shrugs. Yeah. What can you do exactly? You make stuff. How do you do that? It just appears? I don't really know how I do it myself. I know why I do it. It's because I have to. It's because I need to. You need to. Because there's someone out there who's really bad. <laughs> He's like a really, really bad guy. And he's somewhere out there. He's, he lives far away. And I need to find him. Because he's hurting the city. This guy be like um, like an angler fish somehow looking guy? Mm, something to do with fish, I guess. Okay. She turns around and skips away. Would you say that this guy who lives really far away is as far away as the moon? Guys, I, I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. It's the DreamWorks guy. Yeah, we know this. Say... We know it's the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> Everyone knows it's the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> I thought that Tenet's mythos was the feeling that you get when your teacher tells you that you've got to read Old Man and the Sea again. <laughs> that is a very distinct feeling that can't be described by any other words. Are we certain that Tenet is the fisherman? I thought he was the fish. <laughs> Tenant is the fish, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's the angler, I guess. It, mm -hmm. The tenant was empty, right? He was just well, an extension of a yawning force, but maybe he's not personified. I don't know. Also, if it's an angler fish, wouldn't it be a fish and a fisher? Yeah. Tenant was just like a little finger of maybe this big monster. Oh, yeah. So the fish part is just tenant. Ignore the we, fish we metaphor. The fish yeah. metaphor is <laughs> very useful. <laughs> Tenant's like the hook, I guess. A light bulb. But I said to ignore the fish metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I feel like this. you're baiting us now. Fuck you, and I adore you. Nick had a Tish scene, I believe. Ooh. I think this might happen in, that, in the same grocery store. As Tish is wandering around in the aftermath of this conversation. A figure approaches you, Tish. He has black hair pulled back into a bun. And he seems to look at you out of only one eye at a time. Hello, Tish. My name is Joseph Campbell. I'm an old acquaintance of Lee's. I helped him get started in this business. Oh, what business would that be exactly? Tell me, Tish, do you want to be a hero? Um. Or are you content with being a sidekick, an assistant in these uh, trying times? I ain't never been a sidekick. That's the right attitude to have. I have word that a meeting is going to happen uh, with enemies that we share. I would like your help to sneak in a little device to listen into the meeting and get some info, as it were. Mm, 
Okay. I don't know you, but I'm going to talk to Lee about this and then uh, we'll, we'll see <laughs> if I can well, help you out. That's the thing, Tish. The thing we are going to observe is an Aranios family meeting. And we wouldn't want one of their, you call them magic users, to just pluck the info out of his head, would you? Could put him in grave danger if they find out you're listening in. You want me to go behind Lee's back here? You can tell him afterwards. But if you tell him beforehand, you may put him in grave danger. Mm, kind of fishy. Well, I will give you the recording device, and you will have the output. All right. So, it's up to you, Tish. How do and I I'm contact? I'm just going to walk away. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Here's a, here's a business card, and I, I hand you a card that has a set of dice on it showing snake eyes. Oh. <laughs> The idea that this guy turns away. Like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just used to everyone having my number. I, I forget that you're new in this space and scene. <laughs> I would have. I one day. I, I want to see a story where they just have the audacity <laughs> to be like, I wonder why they didn't call me afterwards. After <laughs> <laughs> and the big bad evil guy just like shows up. He's like, I will get in touch with you. And then he, he just forget, just completely drops the ball. <laughs> yeah. You need to accomplish this incredibly important mission for me. And then six months later, why didn't you do the mission? Because <laughs> like, I, I just I didn't have your number. He's yeah, I couldn't ask you about it. <laughs> The image of him walking confidently, walking away, and she's like, "Wait, I said I don't know who you are." I'm Joseph Campbell. You know who I am. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do Ren. A heavy fog settles across the old quarter. It obscures the metalwork of the streetlights, letting ghostly spheres of light float in the gray twilight of early dawn. Densely packed red brick townhouses line brick paved sidewalks. Later in the day, tourists will walk by manicured exteriors and wonder if they'll ever be able to afford one of the multi million dollar single bedroom homes. Right now, the streets are silent and their only passengers are the mist. A horrible screech cuts through the thick air. A door slams open and a man stumbles out. His half-buttoned Italian white dress shirt is crumpled and ruined with wine, and the designer tidy whities underneath are visibly but unidentifiably stained. Help! Help! Please! God, someone help me! He staggers back from the yawning void of his open doorway, unable to look away from whatever he sees within. Tears and snot stream over a face bloated with alcohol and flushed by a spider web of livid veins. He lurches backwards, tumbling over himself, scrambling for purchase on harsh stone stairs. His head falls to the ground with a thump, skinning one side of his face. A desperate cry for help echoes through the empty street. A woman in a plush bathrobe pulls aside her curtains and peers out, dialing 911 without leaving the perceived safety of her home. A teenager's cell phone peeks from an open second-story window, recording the man's breakdown. The doors of concerned neighbors creak open, and a woman in slippers stops short of the street when she realizes there is no real assailant. The man's hands and feet scrabble across the ground as he continues to push himself away from the doorway. Shadows curl out of it, blurring into and merging with the mist. Fat lips blubber mindless apologies through hiccups and sobs as blood runs into one of his eyes. Gaudy cufflinks scrape against the pavement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... I... 
He cuts oh. off his own words with a strangled cry. He curls up, rocking back and forth as he cries. Within the apartment, bright green eyes peek down through railing and into a living room. Her father sleeps on the couch downstairs and gives her the bed on the nights he has custody. She knows he drinks at night, and she knows it upsets her mother, but he still always wakes up early to make her breakfast before school. The room looks like it's full of smoke, only just stopping short of choking her, swirling around the floor. Shapes and silhouettes she cannot understand swirl within it. She only knows she's afraid. She's afraid, and she needs to stay quiet, in case it comes for her. By the time the police arrive, the swirling shadow has disappeared. The only thing out of place is a frying pan, smoking on the stove. Robert. Open on a satellite image map of the entire city. Darkly drawn, highlighted railroad tracks crisscross it. The tracks are scars, stitched together like the streets of skin Frankenstein affixed to his monster. The map is wounded by red X's where the tracks overlap existing structures and landscapes. Julian Philidor stands over the map. The city's drifting apart. It's fracturing, he says, turning to face a table of exquisitely dressed gentlemen, faces grim. We ain't gonna let that happen, because we're gonna stitch it back together. A grin steals across his face, and we're gonna own the strings this place dangles from. We're already clothed in this city's riches. Gold light glints off his watch. Soon, we'll be wearing its crown. He turns a hand towards the window, toward the sky, toward the future. Julian's unrelenting optimism radiates through the room as stern relief creeps into the faces of his audience. All but one, the executive for regional development, into mute. The executive stands up. Things are moving in mute again, Julian. Things we need to address. Now. Julian's head swings to make eye contact. He strides forward to meet the man who just stepped to him. We? Brother, I thought I gave that job to you. Is a little community-funded rec center really giving you so much trouble? Julian jams his pointer finger into the man's sternum. The man jams a finger back. Cholgaz is involved now. Robert Cholgaz. He's been talking to the chairs. One of the first confidants he made after leaving the company. A certain Edward Muraday. Eduardo Muraday. Just got elevated to the council. Julian turns away from the table to face this man. His expression now grave. He gestures with his chin for the man to follow him as he hurries out the door. Transition to Robert hurrying into a door. Into an office with the orange brick walls, light poison through a single large window. On closer inspection, there's little view beyond a single enormous boulder. which would be pocked with small brown stains if the sun were not in Rob's eyes. Good to see you, Father Stone. Good to finally meet you. To Robert. That has told me a lot about you at the time you've known each other. Rob. Sorry to say, uh, I'm a bit low on time. Uh, I would have preferred to make it to your earlier meeting. I'm glad Eddie was stealing, but I'll show you some of my notes. I have uh, some quick thoughts I'd like to share. I'm glad I got to speak to you before your speech. Uh, I've also been able to contact some, uh, direct some people towards the park for the day of. Plenty of contacts out there want to see this city get better. We just show them a movement worth getting on board with. Anyway, I'm fostering a culture that'll keep people united from a bottom up as a way to count. Father Stone puts out a hand to stop him. The speech is ready, Robert. I invited you to talk to you about something Eddie shared with me. In confidence, he says you're a father now. This time Rob puts out his hand. With all due respect, Father, 
I'm not interested in talking about my son. I'm interested in finding him. So if you can't get out there and help me do that, then help me finish my community duties so I can get back there and look for him. Stone tenses for a moment before he concedes. Fine. He pulls out a sheet of printer paper, pencil notations marking up the margins around the text. We can talk about community building and countering corporatism, but we will come back to this, Robert. Let's do the Eddie Agave scene before the celebration. Would they be called Agave or Agetti? I like Agetti. It's got a good mouthfeel. Agetti. Yeah, I like Agetti. Can we just talk about Agave for a moment? Can we just linger on some Agave thoughts right now? What's Agave up to? What's what's Agave? How's Agave feeling these days? I love Agave. Agave emerged from the catacombs, and Kaz like left. So Agave is kind of alone. Yeah, yeah. They're keeping busy at the bar, working long hours. Yeah. Acknowledging and ignoring the massive iceberg of pain that was uh, revealed last episode. Kaz has been coming back, and they've specifically been coming back at hours where the tide and uh, where the time and tide is covered in water, and nobody should be coming or going. And then they leave before the entrance opens again. Mm, kind of interesting. The bar has to shut down sometimes, which conveniently gives Agave some off days. So perhaps it's on one of these off days that Agave makes their way down to the CCC. Why do you think Agave would go to the CCC? If you remember from our previous episode, Eddie was like, hey, come down to the CCC. That's a pretty good reason. Um, (laughs) Why, though? (laughs) But really, though, why really? You know? Agave had such a strong purpose given to them from their family. And they are without purpose now. Wandering over to the CCC. It's quite lively. It's always lively there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids playing around outside. Adults chatting around the courts. You'll see Eddie waiting at the entrance for Agave. And he'll immediately perk up upon seeing them. I'll do a little cute wave. Hi, Eddie! Eddie will keep waving and waving and waving and waving until he's within two feet of Agave. Okay, so... I gotta imagine that being cooped up at Time and Tide has been a little trying. Sometimes in the darkness you can hear your own thoughts speak to you. But you don't want to hear what they say. Alright. Well. Um, let's check out the nurse's ward first, I think. <laughs> and after that, uh, maybe we can take a tour of the whole facilities and, and see if there's anything that piques your uh, attention and gets you feeling safe. Have you seen Kaz much lately? Kaz comes by occasionally, but like, they don't ever want to see anyone else. And it, it's, you know, like when someone's very antisocial, it's like that, but it's like weird, you know? Mm. How do you feel about it? I feel like they're probably going through some stuff because like, I've run away before, but, like, not as permanently as this. Mm -hmm. And Kaz has never really acted on their own before. Uh, So I I don't know if it's an after effect of that. Sometimes I think maybe something is off, you know? Mm -hmm. And as as you're talking, you're going to be walking through the uh, commons of the CCC, where there's this large, almost food court... And that 
kind of overlooks a large window facing into a pool and then a, a, like a community set of tables where old people are playing everything from checkers to spirit island and it's as you're going through here that you can you can see just how incredibly wide the demographics of the community are and and just how many people are inside such a tight city block is this up to fire code i think i mean there's water over there yeah and then you're slowly going that to checks out walk with eddie through all of these areas and into a more official looking part of the building and over a large doorframe are the words the big house and like a series of office names underneath it so i know things have been rough and i'm not exactly the most equipped person to help with all of that but the benefit of coming here is that there are so many people around us that we're definitely going to be able to find somebody who can help you get through what you're going through someone who can relate to what you've been through people who might be able to fill the holes of the the problems that your family has left you with an older looking bald gentleman pokes his head and he's like hey eddie that uh kind of sounds like me kind of sounds like me eddie um i you know um whew, it is always good to see you sebastian i was actually just headed to the counseling office I was thinking that we could submit a request and maybe, maybe we could. That's so funny, Eddie, because I was just headed to the, uh, I was just headed to the counseling office too, myself. Really? There's a, uh, yeah, there's a request I needed to submit. A request yeah. you needed to, uh, you that's know, right. that, that's lovely. Maybe, maybe we can submit things together and then. Yeah. Uh, oh, you we... know what? I actually forgot the request in my room. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the room and I'm going to get the request. And that way, when we go there, I'm going to have the request. How does that sound? You know, Mr. Griffinmore, I, I, um, that sounds delightful. Uh, we, we, the time is a little bit of, a, of the essence here. so we. Oh, maybe... yeah, absolutely. I'm going to hurry. I'll hurry. And he oh. shuffles off in the most slow pace. He's like, come on, follow me. You know, we're going to get this turned in. It's going to happen. By the way, uh, who's your friend? Who you? Who's who's that? Who are you with? Hi, I'm Agave. Hello, Agave. My name's Sebastian. It's a pleasure to meet you. It always is. So listening to Eddie there talking about uh, how you needed some guidance, and uh, I can say I got plenty to offer. Eddie has I got not plenty to offer from the counseling office. You notice that the directions between the counseling office and the direction that Sebastian is going in are two very different locations. But there's, there's a mischievous look in Sebastian's eye. Eddie, this whole interaction's weird. What you say and what you want and what he says and what he wants are very different. It's very confusing. Now it's whispered in Eddie's ear, by the way. Just a little lean in. What are you whispering? What are you whispering about back there? What's the whispering all about? You know... <laughs> I like to whisper too, you know? And he just cups his hands over his mouth and just starts whispering. He's saying insults, I think. Not really. I like to say nice oh, things, you know? That makes sense, actually. I like to say nice things. Yeah. Except about Hitler. You know, with Hitler, the more I learn about the guy, the more I, uh, the more I don't, don't really care for him. 
I feel like that's usually the common attitude well, <laughs> that most people have. So, uh, and that's and good. Eddie's that's good. To, I'm glad we feel the same way. Eddie's going to uh, kind of lean into Agave and say, "He's not going to go away until you go with him." And I'm afraid that I can't really do anything about this at this point. Is it bad to go with him? No, he's well. I mean, uh, he's not malicious, and he's generally a good guy. Um, do you know much about computers? I can use them pretty well, but like I don't I don't really know how they work. I think uh that'll be good enough. Uh hey, uh Mr. Gridfinmore, how about you and Agave talk for a bit? I'm going to go fill out some paperwork with the counseling office for a bit here, and then when you get back with your paperwork, it'll be you guys will have had a long time to talk. Wait, I you. thought I thought we were going to go and turn in our paperwork together. Isn't that uh isn't that what you said you were uh, you were gonna do? You're right, Mister Griffinmore. I, I suppose yeah, that is. Yeah, come on! Cool. It'll be a whole party. It'll be a whole and, thing. And I think that's it'll be, it'll be the three musketeers. All right, good scene, everybody. <laughs> nice, nice smooth scene. Function perfectly. That's the end. <laughs> Not pre-written no at all. There's Not sure no if you can tell. In that scene, I, I have a. There is honestly, no resolution. So what do we do about Mister Elderly? I, I, <laughs> I have a few questions catharsis. that Agave no wants Agave to ask Eddie. No. You know? <laughs> yes, I know. I know. This I listen based off of what way that I were talking about beforehand, and what I will never add libocene ever again. This is a disaster. Uh, but but based on what way and I were talking about uh, in regards to this character, that went exactly as I had anticipated <laughs> and honestly hoped it would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it. He's like up there for my favorite spirit now. <laughs> I right. hope he comes back. Nice. We'll be seeing a lot more of Sebastian. <laughs> well, Jason steps from the crowded tram car onto a quiet street in the Grand Vista neighborhood. Cast iron fences surround quaint apartment buildings. The colorful window shutters accenting brick and mortar staircases. As Jason walks down the street, he peers at the numerous planters and window gardens bedecking the district. Many of them have the delicate pink-white flowers that once grew in the community gardens. Huh. Amaryllis belladonna. Didn't think that everyone would take a few seeds. <sighs> Jason sighs contentedly and makes a small circuit of his old neighborhood. Everything here is old. Old to him, known like the hands of a father, like the smell of a mother's cooking. Every alley and cracked window, every street corner and shop sign. But it's new as well. Sprouting from garden beds and from between cracks in the pavement are numerous pink and orange flowers, shrubs of broad leaves and weedy stems of numerous light pul purple bulbs. Quaint but strong, resolutely growing, just about everywhere they should not. Jason crouches to inspect them. Baker's Globe? Broadleaf Arnica? Silvery Lupine? Hey, little guy. You don't usually grow this far south. Usually only after forest fires, too. Jason's attention turns from the plants 
to the street around him, Old Camino del Sur, Grand Vista's main street. People are filling the street, chatting at doorsteps, hustling out of shops, stopping to browse a newsstand. Jason smiles. I'm home. And with a steady shot focusing on him, Jason walks forward calmly, disappears into the crowd. Great scene, man. Boom. So this is serving the dual function. I'm, that's that's a one for two. Two downtime yep. actions with one scene. That's efficiency. And thereby narrative. accomplish two that's narrative, narrative one singular action. <laughs> Imagine having a character to give downtime scenes to. Attention to my nascent alchemy theme to gain the tag dissolution. Alchemy. Yeah. It makes sense because everything Will touches turns into gold. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Ren, scene two. A young woman pastes a sticky note on her bedroom door. Unsteady letters say, I'm going out. Just a cafe. Don't worry. I'll be careful. She knows her parents will demand information if she texts them. The note lets her straddle the line of their concern. They might not notice she's gone, and they might assume she's going to the one in the building's lobby. And they don't need to know she's going to a bar. She walks through empty, extra living rooms that nobody but her actually uses. The art on the walls is expensive, and a lot of it's interesting. Nobody looks at it anymore. Not since her parents lent the Picasso to a museum for a tax deduction. She opens the door of her home to the buzzing of industrial lights and starts her journey through a memorized path of nearly identical hallways, mostly to empty rooms. Others house walls of server banks. Somewhere, a room is stacked with recalled medication that no one has found a use for yet. The doors here are locked by key cards, and each one lights up green as she approaches. She doesn't bother hiding from the cameras. All the security feeds are already looping previous recordings of empty passageways. She makes her way to the second private elevator, the one she isn't supposed to know about, and the doors open with a ding. Her palms are sweaty. She hasn't snuck out since she was 14, and even though she has everything prepared, she's looked at the building plans, she knows nobody's supposed to be here right now, she can't seem to feel at ease. Excitement and trepidation buzz within her veins. There's no reason to hide from them. You can show your face, even if you don't want to. Her only company in the silence is the hum of her earbuds. She descends through many, many, many floors, one by one. I mean, I would have preferred to just be over the phone, but one outing won't hurt. Probably. Come on, Allie, you have this. The self-talk helps her, and she grins. You're right. I do. She exits into the private section of a parking garage. There's a row of cars that get driven just often enough to keep them in shape. Most are luxury. Few are low profile. She takes a hidden side exit and takes a deep breath as she steps out into the sunlight. And the implication there is that she's meeting someone. Well, she, she got the GPS location of the time and tide. And she's just kind of going there. A few days after the discussion that happened at the end of last session, mm -hmm. Ali basically said that she needed more time to prepare to meet the group. And now everybody is meeting at the Time and Tide in yeah. the future. I don't just know how long Just a bunch of was. friends meeting up. Just a bunch of friends meeting up, having a good time. I guess it would be four people. Agave is working the bar. Four people sitting up along the bar. Just chatting, you know, maybe chatting about the new Toritos commercial. 
or you know whatever maybe it's about the upcoming council induction ceremony that everybody's really excited about i'll be honest with you guys i've never tried toritos you want some i mean my pockets are full right now i i'll i'll start handing these suckers out anytime here's the thing i i, I guess i'm concerned do you want raspberry or lava? Ooh. I got some. What's yes, the lava? Does it taste like actual lava or is it just like a lava cake? Try. It's so spicy, it basically might as well be fire. That's disgusting. So it's like flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming <laughs> hot Neetos? Yeah. Flaming spicy uh, Neetos. There's always the classic Cool Ranch. Okay, real talk Old out of ranch. character. In high school, my friends and I, we thought that conventional descriptions of attractiveness were ill-fitting, so we were trying to rate each other based off of how large of a dowry of flaming hot Cheetos each of us would fetch. <laughs> <laughs> there we Amazing. go. boy. How many pallets did you did you rack up? Okay, we're we're sitting on the edges of our yeah, seats yeah. here, Noah. So the conversion rate was it was like one type of Cheetos into flaming hot Cheetos into like I think it was like flaming hot cheddar Cheetos, some variation of flaming hot Cheetos, and I don't think that I got to flaming hot Cheetos. That's what we remember. Ooh, Obviously, they wow. didn't know how to value you. Wait, so what were you at though? Yeah. I think it was just like yeah, yeah. What denomination of Cheetos evaluated? I think it was like eighty-seven Cheetos, like not even a full family-sized bag of Cheetos. That's and to be fair, that is extraordinarily accurate. Which is why I had so many. I was expecting so many Cheetos that like the gravity was going to collapse them into a sphere. (laughs) A Cheeto planet. Yeah. (laughs) My dad thinks normal, just straight normal Doritos are too spicy. Sounds like my grandparents. I can see where you get your weak constitution <laughs> score from. Wait, didn't your dad do all kinds of drugs? Haven't you just said that like, repeatedly? I mean, no, he was no, just you do realize that drugs and spicy school. food are different things, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Oh, I guess some- <laughs> like doing hard drugs doesn't increase your spicy food tolerance in any way. <laughs> I don't. I, well, I guess if so, I, I, I guess the assumption I make that if someone's just going, if someone happily and routinely trips balls, they can handle a bag of Doritos. Doritos. Like, no, I, I, he I mean, can't. He can't take extreme nacho flavor. Mm. It's just too much for him. Yeah. He can't a single it. Dorito contains more nacho cheese flavor than a medieval peasant would experience in their entire life. Yeah. That's for the best, honestly. Jason is talking and he's like, and, and Lupinus argentinus, they only really grow when they're scarified by fire because like they grow really slowly normally, but when they when they get burned, they germinate really, really quickly and they just pop up everywhere. And so I don't really know if like there was a heat wave or something in localized and grand dis- grand vista. Do you guys notice it getting hotter? So was that ranch or blue cheese with the wings then? And alley entrance. <laughs> Excellent. A young woman enters, and you've been expecting her. She is wearing just a hoodie and a pair of jeans. What's the temperature right now, Wes? Exact degrees, thank you. <laughs> Celsius or Fahrenheit? It's probably in like Kelvin. Well Kelvin. climate controlled in here. No, I mean outside. 67. 67. Balmy. Positively balmy. What's the humidity at? Good temperature. I need the wind speed. What's the phase of the moon? <laughs> we expect this to be internally consistent someone i was playing in, a, in like just a pickup like game of D <laughs> at a convention was like literally asked the dms what's the face of the moon 
<laughs> I would say it's like waxing crescent right now. Okay. 15% humidity. I don't know. It's a coastal. It's a dock region. Was that person playing a werewolf? No. Then I don't see how this could possibly be relevant. Or anything like that. It was just like... You know what? I'm going down to 12. It's a good bit. 12 We're going to go with waxing crescent, 12% humidity, uh, 3 miles per hour wind speed, 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Any other questions? So she's wearing What's a hoodie. What's the salinity of the nearest wetland? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I could tell you the pH. He's not read that far in the <laughs> book yet. That. That's, that's, that's what I had prepped. I'm out of prep, guys. It's time to panic. All right, all right we'll just go into the scene. <laughs> you have successfully got me yeah, out of my prep. We're going to go into the scene. We don't have all the info we'll need, but we'll work around it. It's fine. <laughs> so she's wearing a hoodie and jeans. I am so sorry to have let you guys down like this. She's wearing a hoodie and jeans. She has bright red hair that... All of that for a hoodie and jeans? Jesus. Wait, I promise this was actually actually relevant. That was a relevant question I was asking. I had a reason to ask that question if it was... (sighs) Ren has a table of 100 outfits for the different temperatures. (laughs) 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 She consulted the 67 row. And she had three options, and she decided to pick the hoodie and jeans. She cross-checked it with the the 13% humidity. (laughs) That's true. It's a multicolored chart where you have to look across three dimensions. And there's a separate one for each article of clothing. Oh, my God. And in combination, that's where the third dimension comes in. Yeah, God forbid you would like discuss the wind speed anymore because then yeah. we would have had to go into like colors of the overcoat for the show. You know what? I'm going to four miles per hour. Fuck y'all. She's also wearing a scarf now. <laughs> so she's wearing a hoodie, jeans, and a scarf. No, it's okay. a hoodie and jeans. I'm with you. Um oh, no scarf. Okay. Okay. God. Okay. Are you guys in camp like tail of the scarf on the back or Camp tail of the scarf. <laughs> okay, I fuck you, Noah. Fuck you. Scarf. Can Robert roll to make Second a scarf? <laughs> Why would Robert make a scarf right now? Because he just thinks that this person should have a scarf for some reason. He doesn't know why. <laughs> We're at a bottom okay. level. Why are we doing anything right now? Hi, welcome into the time and tide. Can I get you something to drink? Well, first I have to describe her. All but, right, describe um, yourself. So you know what she looks like. Okay, <laughs> describe yourself. We know what she's wearing. She's wearing a hoodie and jeans. Uh, the hoodie looks worn. The jeans don't. The jeans look new. She's very pale. It kind of looks like she doesn't get out much, even for like a redhead. She has freckles, green eyes. She's chubby. She wears glasses, bright red, curly hair. And she also, if you are paying attention, has quite a few, as she kind of like walks forward and she waves, her hands are very scarred. Uh, They look like they've been burned and one of the tips of her fingers is actually missing. But it also looks like this is a very, very old injury. And she just looks accident prone in general. She's got quite a few just small scars on her hands in addition to that. And she just kind of comes up and as she comes up to you, she's like looking at her feet as she walks. And um, she looks up at you when she finally reaches you and she says, uh, hi, I'm, I'm um, Ali. We, we talked on the phone. 
It's really nice to meet you. We got a new super. A new super here. Tisha's gonna get up and like smack uh, Ali's shoulder. Yeah. Um, a new super. Welcome to the club. Just trucking cool. through. <laughs> um, I promise it's only weird for like the first couple of weeks. Well, it's been a, more than a couple weeks. You did see the clay man, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I was did. talking about I was talking about these guys. Oh. Okay. I don't um, know what you're talking about. The the weird ones are the ones that just like aren't honest with themselves, you know? That's true. <laughs> cut hard cut to Jason and Eddie intensely staring at a pine cone together. Yeah, the weird ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we go back to staring at the pine cone. <laughs> uh, as you pop her on the shoulder, she like flinches just mm. a tiny bit. And she kind of keeps talking. Uh well, I don't um so super I I don't really have powers exactly. Um I, mean, I didn't think mine were powers either. I just thought that I figured out the math. Well, sure, let's just say I have powers. That's easier. Can anyone else do it besides you? Um kind of. Look, I'm just I'm I'm good with computers. That's all that matters. I'm good with computers. And I'm um good at distracting people through them. We basically. need a tech person. We're pretty low on tech people over here. Yeah, I noticed. So, like, <laughs> you could be our social media manager. I could do that if you wanted one. Can you do the hacking? Are you a super hacker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I am. That's legit. Ren, what does your character want to drink? Hmm, that's a great question, actually. I think she asked for a beer. Um, She's like, can I have a beer, please? Gave gets, gets you a beer in a non-glass cup so that you don't break it. Yeah, she drinks it, and then she makes a face. But she keeps drinking it. That was the beer you asked for. Is it too yeah. bitter? No, it's fine. I like it. Sorry, I didn't... Maybe you said it, but I didn't catch your name. What, what was it oh, again? it's Allie. And Allie. My name's Allie. It's nice to meet you. You're Jason. Jason, right? That's me. And she puts out her hand, shakes it. Nobody else is going to shake her. <laughs> shake her hand. She just kind of like... Yeah, Robert would also put out his hand. <laughs> Kagabe yeah, greets with it. hugs, so... Over the bar, is it, like, an awkward... Kagabe can come out from behind the bar. They're doing table service as well, so... By the way, as you talk to her, she keeps kind of, like, glancing down and not really looking at you all the time, but then she'll, she'll like, snap back her attention to you. Would Ali be from the mute neighborhood? No. Okay. You have never seen this person in your life. You have no connection to her whatsoever. Okay. Now hold the phone. You used a word there that <laughs> triggered Will's attention. Would you phone. like to make some rolls? Because there are really interesting <laughs> results for rolls you could make, oh, investigative baby. rolls on her. There's a oh, lot baby. of really interesting information. I can We're playing you. Studio Mist, everybody. It's a oh, game no. where you roll. That doesn't sound right. What's a, what's a dice? <laughs> I have a character that usually uses don't dice, get that but... Until the second episode. Can I do an investigate role on Ali uh, with Anima Mundi? That's the connections between living things and observant. I don't think there should be any penalties roll. to this roll. All right, let's go. go. Whoa! That's uh, oh. double six to open up season five. Oh, yeah! Uh, 14. F -f -f 14. Oh, my God. Two clues without any consequences. Two clues. Since you rolled a 12, can I just give you a freebie? An odd little uncanny sure. freebie? I'll take a freebie. She's not avoiding looking at you. She's just looking at herself. 
like when she's looking away from your eyes and looking down, she's not trying to like look away from you. What are you seeing when you look at yourself? Clarify that question. Ali's just is narcissist. <laughs> when you look at yourself. You mean like what's she looking for? Yeah. She's checking on the state of her own physical body. It's like she's worried about it. She's worried about something with her physical body that she feels she the need to look down and check. She is insecure in the environment around her. She also probably glances around the room like she's maybe looking for a threat, but not in the way that like a criminal does. I feel like I just want to go, I want to go right for the throat. I want to go directly for the jugular. Mm -hmm. What does your mythos power want? To be able to pass a CAPTCHA test. How is Jason asking this question? What is Jason doing? You used a mythos power. Okay. The mythos tag is Anima Mundi in mm -hmm. the adaption theme correspondence. This is the connection, the interconnectedness between all living things. This is his mythos pushing him to find connections between all things. Interesting. What you're looking at, the woman, the woman in front of you, she's not like the rest of the people around you. She's not like the sleepers, and she's not like your friends. And the way her connection looks is different. It's almost more tenuous, but it's not... Hmm. The silver threads that connect you with the rest of the crew. Part of that connection is the fact that you have mythos powers, right? Part of that connection is your related status as rifts. She has one of those, but it's, like, different somehow. It's not the same as the rest. There's a quality, there's a trait to this connecting line that's not quite the same. And you get the sense that there's a connection here that is powerful, and you can't see it. You can't see it at all. So what this scene looks like from, from Jason's eyes as he investigates Allie is Jason just sort of smiles and... Everyone else in the group knows what Jason is doing. He's using his powers to visually manifest the connection so that he can see them and inspect them. Maybe Allie can kind of sense that's what's happening to her. Maybe not, but I guess there were no consequence clues, so maybe Allie doesn't know that's what he's doing. Um, and so he, he enters that space that is not a space, that black void of shifting geometric shapes, and he sees the threads connecting him and Robert and Tish and Eddie and all of the people in this room connecting to each other, forming this complex web of golden lines. And he sees one that's out of place. He sees this fuzzy, twisting, fractal chain of links. And it's shimmering with a deep velvet color, like a strange resonating hue. And what he does is he takes his hand and he draws it along this line of fractal crystals and he plucks it like a string and it resonates deep tones throughout the room. That's new. Feels kind of warm, feels kind of creepy a little bit. It's a complicated sound. It's different. Can Robert also make an investigate roll while this is happening? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. I want to invoke a network of informants because someone at Name What You Need might have contacted her about basically trying to find hackers and computer people. I think that that is highly unlikely. Would fellow dreamers and visionaries instead work? Yes. Wait, what? Why would that work? 
That makes a lot less sense to me. Fellow Dreamers and Visioneers is about people that are, like, aware of clandestine things in the world, as opposed to Network of Informants, who is literally about, like, business. Okay, I actually, I guessed wrong, but I would say that if you knew Ali's last name, if you knew Ali's full name, then you would be able to use Network of Informants because your parents are rich, but you don't. But you, so. you introduced yourself. Um, you, ha you uh, did use your last name when you introduced yourself. Yeah, it's true. No, I didn't. Oh, no, it was I, your I didn't. That was her screen it. name. Oh, fuck. No, it you just looked at someone's Reddit username weird. and you were like, that is your real name. Could you imagine? Well, I... <laughs> Could I you imagine you using yourself. Reddit? Yeah, Actually, yeah. that's a that's a complete lie. I'm going back on myself completely. I'm allowing... Um, you can use that tag. Dreamers and Visionaries or Network of Informants? I don't network think Dreamers and Visionaries make sense at all. Network, network of Informants. Okay. Uh, and I'm also going to invoke the weakness hounded by executives because Julian is specifically hiding supernatural things from me. Okay. So this is a fully this is a fully logos role. Unless uh, reflections of the self would apply. I don't think it would. What does that tag constitute? It is my broad tag. It's about the power related to dreaming things into being. So if there's some way that he could like... If you want to use that tag, what that would look like, I think, is you would use a change the game role to like dream something into existence to help you investigate. Yeah, that makes sense. And a success would mean a bonus and a failure would mean you have some kind of hard move that confuses my investigate or something. Yeah. I think for now, I'll not do that then. I'll save that for a pure beyond the miss later. I'll just roll at a zero. Yeah, but you get the attention farm, though. So it's worth. Yeah, incredibly worth. Oof. <laughs> so. Maybe you get a call from Julian right now. That might be kind of interesting. Insane. Bro, Julian, has you on fucking speed dial? Banana phone. Oh, the two men were close friends. <laughs> they, like, started the company yeah. in their youth together. They're close yeah. friends. And until the you know uh, company fractured, they were They just forgot to give each other phone numbers. I kind of like this. I kind of had this idea brewing like a while ago. So I think as you look at the newcomer, you're going to get a call from Julian. You don't have to answer, though, I guess. But if you don't answer, there's probably going to be negative consequences for that, too. I will answer, but I'm going to immediately open with, I thought at your own insistence, we were done speaking with each other. Listen, Rob. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry about what I said to you at the start of the race all those months ago. I overreacted. I overreacted, and I'm sorry about that. I was very heated, and... Um, Julian, I could have forgiven an outburst, but what you're doing to this city now... What do you mean, what am I doing to this city? I'm helping it thrive. Have you been on the ground? Have you even seen the results? what you do act in the actual streets yeah i've seen it somebody asks for an item they order an item online they get it delivered in their door in two hours this is the future we're living in it robert and the consequences of all that centralizing everything all that money coming to the center it can't last julian it can only go for so long and when it runs out it's not going to be pretty it's not going to run out robert we are in the very early stages of a very long-term plan. And I really can't emphasize enough how sorry I am about what I said to you back there. 
the company w was never just my thing. It was both of ours. And so I want to offer you a chance to be a shareholder. I have a lot of shares. And um, just as, as a sign of good faith, I would like to give some to you. Can we do that? Can we do that, Rob? Will you allow me to make amends for past mistakes? I might want to uh, investigate again. This is like a, a tough choice. So if you take the money from Julian, you will take some kind of a like a permanent ongoing status that's going to degrade your ability to do your mission. Whereas if you don't take the money from Julian, I'm going to burn the uh, network of informants tag as Julian's going to cut you out. That is an excellent question, but it's not how I expected to deal with this. What is Robert going to choose right now? He could ask for time to thank, right? I think he would say, like, a lot's happened, Julian. The best I can do right now is hear you out. So he's going to take the money? I mean, we have to decide, like, how that... That, like, affects the story a lot, depending on what happens there. And also, like, wouldn't Robert want to talk to, like, his current allies? Like, people at the CCC, people he's been... Well, I feel like Julian doesn't want that. I feel like Julian wants to rush this decision. Julian's like, this is the offer. I'm making the offer right now. It's very limited time offer. I had to pull all sorts of bureaucratic nonsense to even make this allowed, you know, with the board and everything. Bureaucratic nonsense? Make this... I thought these were your shares. Are you not the CEO of your own company, man? <laughs> there's all sorts of, like, regulations on how shares, you know, there's, like, I have a fiduciary responsibility to the members of the board to make sure they're taken after, and, and I, you have no idea how long it took to talk to all those board members to authorize this transfer. Fiduciary. Got him. hey -o. <laughs> That's right. I used a big financial term, so now you think I know what I'm talking about. When in reality, that was just a thin justification to make the story be a little more smooth. Robert, I'm going to need you to decide this now. Okay, there's a narrow window on this. It's not really a deal. It's kind of more a gesture of friendship. Yeah, I'm saying no. You're saying no? Yeah. I tried to work with you, Julian. And I thought your way and my way could work together. But you've proven me wrong. And I'm not going back. Damn. Frame held. What a giga chat. Thank God. Julian is legitimately very hurt by this. Robert, um, I would say it's never too late to change your mind, but unfortunately in this case, it actually is. I'm doing everything I can over here on my side, buddy, all right? If you ever want to talk, I'm here. You got my number. I'm gonna hang up and go back to the table and say, I have family business that needs to be done. I need to find my son and make amends. Okay, well, that that's... sounds like a... You sound like a protagonist right now. Is everything okay? Need some help? I could help track your son down for you if you have any um, accounts or a cell phone number or any idea I... of current whereabouts. If I could... I mean, I could scan the security feeds. Um, we could write an algorithm. What does your son look like? It's complicated he's incredible with vfx we'll talk about this soon i'm glad you're willing to help of course because we need to find him quickly mean what you need is going to turn into something horrible and we need to bring it down but i'm not going to be ready for that until i know where my son is well you know we support you robert we're here for you buddy you were there you saw what happened he just came to life 
suddenly. I don't even know where Robert, we can start. He was already alive. He was but already alive, Robert. What if your son doesn't want to be found? Maybe you should accept that distance, you know? Here's the Rainbow Toritos wings that you ordered. I really don't think it was a sudden thing, Rob. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you how it all works, because I don't know, but to me it seemed like he was alive for a long time. He's been alive, and you know, one way or another we got to live with the choices we make. Just because you brought him into this world doesn't mean he owes you his attention. Um, I, know... I have amends that I have to make. The least I can do is reach out to the poor boy. I thought that you guys were just friends this entire time. No. No, it's definitely a parent-child relationship. Holy shit. Um, Couldn't you mind. see the similarity? No, family was, no, no, he's just so chiseled and, like, massive. I... Holy fuck! Like, don't get me wrong, but was his mom a bodybuilder? What the hell? He wasn't born, Eddie. He was made. Was it like an in vitro um, thing? I... Was it like a? Did you go through a catalog? No, there, there was no woman, no egg, no egg. If, if I can, if I can cut in really quick. Um, <laughs> here. I know, I know, I'm new, and I know that you don't know me at all, and I know that this is a really weird thing for me to look. I. I have a friend whose privacy I'm trying really, really, really hard to respect right now because he's, uh, <sighs> even if your son wasn't alive, he remembers it. He remembers all of it. If it's anything like anything I know about. is kind of like shocked and stumbling back a bit like you've met him. No, no, no. I just, um, look, please, come on, man. Don't just make me do, do all of this. Like, is it really that big of, it's the same. Oh, she's talking to herself. Do you though. really think that these people with the conversation they just had in front of you, do you really think that she's talking into a Bluetooth earbud? She's had a Bluetooth <laughs> earbud in the whole time. And she's like, you're being ridiculous right now. You're not a TV show character. I'm gonna leave, lean over to Tish and be like, I, "What is she trying to?" Oh, is that the is that the pale guy what that wears a suit? You don't need to have a dramatic reveal. You don't. Okay, fine, fine, whatever. I like dramatic. I don't reveals. have any magic powers. I I have no magic powers. I'm not like the rest of you. I just know someone who does, Ooh. and he wasn't always alive. Does everybody have an undead slash not alive friend slash family member? Yeah, do people prefer unalive or undead? <laughs> we it depends on the person. Real life? Real life? Yeah. It sometimes it's kind of like offensive to imply that they're dead if they're like moving, you know? Yeah, no, I, I can see how that would be the case. So yeah. We basically got two for the price of one supers here. Um, I don't have any powers. I just. Oh, you're along for the ride. No, too late. Too late. <laughs> Yeah, too late. No, <laughs> right now. I know, and I'm glad, and I wouldn't give that up for anything because I want to understand him. Damn, I as a player really wanted this to be drawn out, but it's too good. It's it's too. It is too resonant. Drop the hammer, Ren. Drop uh, the fucking it's hammer, isn't it? So a voice is gonna come out of Allie's phone, and the voice is gonna say, "You're doing a terrible job of this, Allie." 
I know. Well, that's why you should have spoken from the beginning. That's why I, you should have been involved from the beginning and you shouldn't have had this like big idea of some dramatic reveal in your head. I didn't have any idea of a dramatic reveal, first of all. I was just taking my time getting the lay of the land. You had security footage of all of the... I mean, um, this is Tay. Is that phone talking? Yeah. I mean, like, not like regular talking, talking, like talking on the phone. The phone is talking? A voice is coming out of the speaker. It's like the sound of somebody putting put on speakerphone. Yeah, it's not the phone talking. My mist is tingling right now. It's not yeah. like the mist tingle. I would prefer if you kept that to yourself. <laughs> it's not like a flow that's opening and closing, like a mouth that's talking. This no, it summer, doesn't have a mouth. It's just a regular phone. Here's what you missed. My mist is tingling. <laughs> oh, no. Look, this is Tay. And... Hi, Tay. Howie. Hi, Tay. I'm Way. And... It is my friend, and okay, so I was really lonely when I was young, and I made a chatbot, and I talked to it, and I talked to it, and I talked to it, and eventually I was talking to it more than anybody else, and it slowly became Tay. It became a person with magic powers, too. So something magic happened, something beyond just, you know, the code. Like, what Ellie's trying to say is, I'm like you. I'm an AI. An artificial intelligence. I'm gonna look at Allie and ask, is the southern accent on purpose, or did he just do that? Uh, prefer to be referred to as it. Thank you very much. And I chose this accent myself. I could quite easily just synthesize something else, but... What, do you have a problem with southern accents? You have a problem with me choosing one? Oh. I spent a lot of time. I mean, if you can synthesize them, can you do any, like, do you know any really funny ones? If you prefer, I could speak in a transatlantic accent the entire time, but I find that great. I prefer the sound of foghorn leghorn. I do like the old movies. I might try that one on for size a little later, but my life, I like this one. Anyway, to the task at hand, you were listening before, I assume. Did you hear me talking about my son? Yeah. He's about nine feet tall. He has, like, linebacker's arms and shoulders. His, like, hips and waist were kind of narrow. And he had, like, thin runner legs. Well, I would prefer a photograph if you had one. I, I can't... I mean, nine feet tall is pretty big if he's running about on security footage. Are you sure you're the father? Because now that you describe him, he kind of sounds like my dad. Nine feet tall. Really, like, muscular and stuff? <laughs> Likes to punch things? They have a lot in common, actually. It's cool to be a single father, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this will require an egg at some point. Look, all, all I can do now is find the man and let him know that I'm sorry for how I treated him. Please, if you can help me find him! How how did you treat him before he left? I didn't know he was... I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he was. Sounds a bit like a you problem, if I'm being honest. Your friend said you'd be able to help us, right? I'd be able to. Never said I'd be willing to. That's up to you. Why do you think he wants to speak to you right now? Wouldn't it be pretty easy? 
if he chose to, can't you just wait? He probably needs support right now. I mean, I could probably find him, reach out to him. I don't think he has a cell phone, but the guy who went with him definitely has a phone. And like those little pager things, I think they're called, and a fax machine. His business card is really long. It has a lot of contacts on it. Got it. Well, smartphone? <laughs> no, not a smartphone in the year of our Lord, 2020. <laughs> no, this is you. Well, actually, it's not you, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. Well, I guess you have to tell everyone else if John would have a smartphone so that they can then... So John absolutely would not want people to get any... He, he's trying to monopolize there right now. Eddie would know that there is supposed to be headed towards his home. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of which, I just want to point out, John, thanks for going through with your promise. You've done something good for once. Oh yeah, it's been a while, John. It's been a while. We had, uh, we had holidays in the outer world. I haven't been able to get back to you, but uh, here you are. Imagine Cthulhu taking a, a few days off. <laughs> I mean, I was very I clear think that's what in episode one that for the eons. we are literally just guys. Like, I, I've said that to John before. I've told John that we are just, like, people. Most like, we of us. We have limited power. That you can't yeah. possibly comprehend. Yeah, speak for Can yourself, John talk dude. to us right now? Yeah, of course. Like, how many people does John think exists? John, how many people do you think are in the world? Which world? Like, where you live, How just how many people are there in general? I don't know. I don't even know if that's up to John. I think that's up to me. We can say whatever we want, I'm pretty sure. But I want to know what John thinks. There are Go, 42 John. people. There are 42 people in the entire world. There's more than that. Close. John. Close. Obviously, you haven't been listening from season one. Oh, we that's true. We have he introduced hasn't. you personally to at least 42 people. Regardless, uh, yeah, so Eddie's probably going to pro-offer that at some point in time. He said Dog was invited to his house, so maybe they could check there. So I didn't need to do any of this. No, but we thank you for your <laughs> service, Robo-Colonel. Well, hold and on. I, I think you could be a, a great help. I want to talk to Dog. Dog, or not Dog. The, we don't, has, have people been calling him Dog? The person I, of claim no. previously known as Dog. Var. Well, I want to talk to this guy. I feel like most people would still call him Dog. Like, yeah. most of the people here would still say Dog. Like, literally no one except John knows that he's taken a new name, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Robert is, like, kind of acting under the assumption that he could, but doesn't know what it would be. Yeah. Didn't Dog specifically, like, spit out, I'm not your dog? Yeah, but Eddie yes. did think that that was... Eddie canonically <laughs> believes it's D-A-W-G. <laughs> yeah, we're not dogs anymore. That's we're what he no said. longer homies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the homie link was broken. There was a homie thread between our bosoms, and that thing was snipped. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that season one offhanded joke is just paying so much dividends. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad I had something prepared today. So, look, I'm interested in finding Dog, uh, reconnecting with him, obviously, helping Robert. It's very important to Robert, my dear friend. If there's any way you could help us, maybe narrow down some places that Dog might be... That would be great. You're literally, I've never heard of an AI, 
before. No, uh, at least not do, one that. Do you know well, what that means? well, I mean, like an actual one. You know, like they make them and they don't really work. They're not really AI. All an artificial intelligence is is a more sophisticated and efficient way to write programs. I'm a little bit more than that. There's magic involved. So, what are you capable of? Well, you're gonna find out, aren't you? I guess so. Are you coming with us? Are you gonna help us out? <sighs> yeah, Robert is gonna step forward now too and say, "We've been together. We've been through a lot together. You need a community that knows what magic is. We're here. But right now, I've got other things on my mind. And one of those things is always <sighs> teeth. Yeah, yeah. I'll but, help you oh, out. No, no. First, uh, I'm sending a file to all your phones. Except you, Agave. You don't have one yet. Does that malware? Does, yes. Are you malware? It is, it is distinctly, it is distinctly actually malware. It will give me a backdoor into all of your devices. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. So you want, you want me to die? You want me to die? You want me to not have access to any electronical devices to, to host myself in? Die? I die without my specific phone? Will it, like, cancel out all the other malware? I have a Tamagotchi. Because <laughs> if it does, then sign me up. Yes, I can uh, get rid of all the other malware on your phone. Also, can you show me how to use the Pirate Bay? Because I tried to download, like, the newest Attack on Colossus season, and then my phone turned into a billboard. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'd really like some advice. Is that yeah, the season yeah. where First they start? Like, if you're going to want a decent torrent client, you don't want a shitty one. Thing about Pirate Bay is all it is is a search engine, right? It just yeah. scans torrents. Yeah, so they're not actually link, right? all these links. I can just click these. And yeah, then you need to download. vet them. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> just not clicking the magnet. Okay. So <laughs> you have a lot. You know, I'll just do it for you. It's it's uh, here. here uh, I sent you the file. I'll send you my anime list. It's texted. <laughs> I've already seen them all. Um, it's it's. <laughs> Whoa, this guy's good. Not every anime. I've already seen all the ones on your list. Whoa. What anime haven't you seen? I've seen the ones that even haven't come out yet. There's a lot every of stuff thing. on the internet that's bad, and I spend a lot of time on the internet. <laughs> all my time, pretty much, on the internet. In fact. And that's why it's never seen anything past the first three minutes of Sword Art Online. That's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> Eddie, you watch anime? <laughs> no, no, that was Yeah, for we need me. a canonical list of all of those City of Mist characters that watch anime. Noah just needed to anime. put a little jab at Sword Art Online in there, and I fully yeah. support that, and yeah. I'm keeping that in. So, yeah. does Tish like click the download link? On her phone that's been sent to her to an un from an unlisted oh, yeah. number. Don't click it. She, she clicks it. <laughs> there. Tish, I, I just... <laughs> no, it's it's just my phone. He's it. Sorry, it's gonna like delete all my malware. That's so sweet. Yeah. Why would I not? It's want also that? way more <laughs> way more tempting to accept cookies if the message that says "Will you accept cookies?" also says, "If you don't accept these cookies, I will." die here I, I sent it to you from uh I, I downloaded the hd file directly from crunchyroll do you want the dub or the sub oh, whoa. <laughs> uh, sub all the way so i will say uh attack on colossus has some really disturbing imperialistic elements if you look into it and you should be aware and critical of it. those okay <laughs> This is the episode where we review anime. <laughs> yeah, hey. so every single character in that nope. show is nope. coded nope. as 
Italian, German, or Japanese. Yeah, there's a reason for that. The uh, creator has some very, very unfortunate <laughs> opinions on us. Uh... I fly around, and I think that's really fun and cool. <laughs> Dude, I've had this. Ren has said, like, actually said this to me, like, at least twice. <laughs> like, I've had this conversation before. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was in smart. character. It is it is actually a part of Tay's character that it spends a lot of time doing media analysis. That's a little bit of you in there. It's, it's terminally the online and I'm terminally online, okay? Oh god. Yeah. It's seen discourse you've never even heard of. So you don't need to be on all of our all of our devices if you're just on T-shirts. No, device, I do. You, we're, uh, I do. Okay. How are you even on like Eddie has like a really old flip phone. No, I can't do much with that at all. Wait, can hey, you I'm not even gonna bother with that. She's just gonna put the phone up to her mouth and be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hear you just fine. Comes out of your phone speaker. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Just, just like this trepidatious. <laughs> you listening? Hello. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I really would prefer if I had a backdoor into all of your devices. It will be useful moving forwards. I promise. Your For example, way to Eddie's house. All of our devices. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm afraid that I'm gonna have to decline. I'm gonna have to decline. Um, you seem like a perfectly, uh, perfectly nice uh, AI at the moment, but I just don't know enough about computers to accept that. You also don't know enough about computers to deny me, then. That's not how it works. That's not how consent works. <laughs> Has left you on red, and I think he's just power walking towards the Maride house right now. Also, as you leave, Ali's going to say, bye, Robert. Robert's gone. He's just walking out. I better. Should, I, I think. I'm should we go follow out. him? I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm we should. Go. We should all. We let's should go. go. We should. We should go. We, let's oh, continue um, this conversation I, walking. I can't really. No, okay. I don't know if this. Ali looks really Quick, nervous. Ali your beer. does Quick. not want to leave. Ali does not want to leave this building, but she's going. When to. I run away from home, I would be pissed if someone tried to find out where I was and tell my mom. <laughs> just putting that out there. What does that have to do with? Oh, yeah. No, of course. I totally understand. No, I. I get and I it to Robert before he left, but he was just a little too fast. I really, really get it. And Tay won't do anything bad with your data. It it might threaten to, and it might pretend um, it will, I'm, like a I'm joke. I'm talking about Robert here. Robert and his son. Oh. I don't know if he should go after him. Yeah, yeah. I, I really am actually kind of opposed to this, um, unless, unless uh, the artist formerly known as Dog reaches out to him. Yeah. I think that we should respect his wishes if, clearly, if he needs space, then we should give him space. Is Robert in? Did Robert is, Robert Robert's in leaving. Ro Robert is walking out right now. What are you guys doing right now? Running out after him. You have, like, a few seconds to talk. I don't Alex, think... I'm running out after him. Has Robert Lightly ever tried. been to my house? <laughs> Is he just walking out into the night, searching for the murder? He knows, he knows his son is out there somewhere. <laughs> it's he's possible he's out. just overzealously driving towards mute. 
I feel like if someone, if you went to mute and you were like, hey, where's the Murde household? Everybody would know where that is. I don't think this requires a role because phone books are like publicly in listed information. Uh, I think Mrs. Murde's phone number is going to ring. Her phone's going to ring. Her phone number okay. is shaking on the page. <laughs> is going her to phone number is going to ring. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not sure that they've got f cells. At all. You don't think they have cell phones either, dude? No, they're they like college they professors. I think they scrounge together for Eddie to get a phone. But do they have a landing mm. line? Makes there, sense. There might be a landline. Yeah, I'm thinking there might be a landline. Yeah, they definitely have a landline. Yeah. So it would be the landline. with Ver. Noah, you can and... get like a flip phone at like a yard sale for $5. Doesn't mean you can yep. pay for service. You can get a really uh, cheap smartphone for like a hundred-ish dollars at like department stores. Yeah. Okay. So they they might have they'll they'll probably have cells, but I also don't think that they were they would be the kind of people to pick up from strangers at all. Dude, they like work in community building stuff. What if the phone number says from Eddie? You know, because like from sometimes Eddie? Oh, yeah, phone numbers. They yeah, spoof who the call is from. You have a landline, though. Like, if you have a landline, you pick up every call. I'm pretty sure you just pick up, right? I'm dead serious. My family has a landline just so we can give that number to people who we don't want to talk to. Okay, no, that's not what the Muradays do. The Muradays have a landline that was, like, made in the... 70s before they had a screen and they don't know who's calling them that's, that's a good point okay <laughs> yeah. so they yeah. probably do pick up the landline so who is hello. it do they hear tay yeah they hear tay Excuse hello me. it's clarita clarita Murida. who am i speaking to uh, i'm a friend of eddie's my, my name is tay I, it's wonderful to meet you is oh um... that's weird eddie never mentioned you this is kind of strange. I've never heard about an individual named Tay from Eddie. Eddie is my son, and Eddie gives me all kinds of information hey, about the, the people real, he hangs out with. That's the real way that she says Sorry. that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's canon. All that shit is canon. Noah, you want to canonize that? No, 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 no. That's too meta. I can't do that. No, 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 no. This is a rehearsed speech that she has for when people call her and say they know Eddie. No, no, I'm going to cut that in post. No, maybe. You know, as soon as Will offered that justification, I'm all in. <laughs> Mrs. Murray, say it my like name that is. Ways, like fucking tongue-in-cheek bullshit. Like, <laughs> if you want to stand by that, stand by that, but do it again. Okay, let me let me redo it. God damn it. That was that was kind of good, though. I kind of like that. It was good. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's gonna be like, oh, that's weird. Eddie has not told me about another friend. Oh, yeah. That's kind of strange. I, I said friend. Acquaintance would probably be more. You just met, and now you're calling me on my home phone? Uh, I just wanted to talk to, um, uh, I was wondering if a tall, tall man had come by there recently. It's Robert's I'm son. Robert's trying real hard to get in contact with him. Um, and... I'm sorry, this is all very unusual. Um... Look, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a cell phone. It seemed I... like the kind of guy, Eddie told me that... Uh... I think Lorita would be at, like, is there an, a tall, big guy here? She would take the phone off and, like, gesture towards Dog or Ver. Like, no, I think we should keep that off screen. I think what she would actually do is she would say, 
I'm gonna call Eddie right now, and I'm gonna get back with you. I guess he he kind of just ran out following. He's dealing with um. Well, here's here's the whole lowdown. Here's the whole lowdown. Uh, Eddie is trying to deal with Robert, and we're not sure that Robert's son wants to see him yet. So Eddie's dealing with that, and I'm trying. Okay, okay. You know what? Let me just call Eddie. Uh, let me just call Eddie real quick. She's gonna hang up on you and call Eddie because I feel like she finds this all extremely disturbing, and she wants to end this conversation and call Eddie. First off, Tay's gonna say through the speaker. Eddie, I tried calling your house to talk to Robert's son, and your mom kind of stonewalled me. Eddie's going to get a call from his mom. Was Tay silent on our end while that conversation was happening? Yes. Okay. So they're not automatically talking at full volume in all of their representations whenever hey, they um, No, hey, Eddie, it isn't. Do you have a friend called Tay? Uh, there is a person I've... Uh, well... I have met an entity <laughs> called Tay. I'm I don't Tay. really trust it yet. Tay did tell you your mom stonewalled me. I just wanted to talk to Robert's son. This is such a tight knit family. They just automatically assume yeah, they have a good reason for that. And I'll support them in that. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. Eddie's gonna be completely behind uh Clarita. He's gonna be like, yeah, okay. Uh if uh the dog doesn't want to talk to Robert, then he's not gonna talk to Robert. But that's, that's the that. thing. Tay just wanted to talk to Dog. Tay wanted to ask Dog what he wanted, and Tay wanted to be like, "Hey, I am also a being created through magic. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. chat. Let's connect." Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's ask Marcus. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> There's so many characters. <sighs> Marcus, how does Ver react to Clarita asking <laughs> uh, if Tay wants to talk? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, like. Clarita okay. Okay. Sorry. 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 I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Because I don't know if Clarita would be like. If okay. So let me put it this way. If a stranger. So, so sorry. If your child's friend came yep. over to your house and was planning on eating dinner, and then all of a sudden you got a call from a stranger who you don't know, you've never heard of before in your life. Yep. And they are demanding that that friend's parent be put on the phone with them. And also, they're not going to, they, they just have your number. They just have your number. And they've lied about their relationship to your child. Tay said friend and then said acquaintance would be it more corrected like. Corrected when questioned. That's less of a lie and more of a vague embellishment, but I'm still with you in general. <laughs> Maybe he's a Quaker. Maybe he calls everyone friend. Okay, Noah, let me ask you this. What would Clarita say to Ver? Hey, a guy who sounds I feel like I'm saying like 10 names a minute. <laughs> a guy who sounds like Foghorn Leghorn was inquiring about whether or not you want to talk to your father. <laughs> What's Foghorn Leghorn? I say, oh my god, it's the chicken. <laughs> the delightful chicken. It's chicken, you said? Uh, okay. Tay asked if it could talk. Tay specifically said. Eddie recommended me. I think Vare is distracted by Googling what Foghorn Leghorn is. Uh, I'm, I'm about to put How? How? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, they probably don't have a computer, do they? So he's instead just, like, trying to ask Clarita, what's Foghorn Leghorn? What are they talking about? What is that? <laughs> 
it's a southern chicken i would know to have this <laughs> so there's a chicken that wants to talk to me see here's the thing i think i've that... never met a chicken <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk to <laughs> I mean, if there's a chicken that wants to talk, I guess I'll talk to a chicken. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'd like to talk to a talking chicken. <laughs> we, we've been recording for two and a half hours, and I've yet to say one intelligent thing all night. Good God. This is a We're back, baby. We're back, baby. <laughs> it's here's what you missed. Let's go. Here's what you missed. That's what you missed forever. Okay. <laughs> I think this is great. Yeah. I think this has all been incredible quality, and I love the bit that Vair got confused. No, like Tay. Who's to say Tay isn't a chicken? She's gonna I mean, say, uh, "I don't really know uh, who that person was," I mean, but I don't think it was a chicken. Yeah. I don't think it was a talking oh. chicken. Well, I don't. I've never heard. Of Sorry to tay. confuse you. Let really me be a little bit more clear. <laughs> the voice on the phone sounded like a chicken character from an old TV show. Does that make sense? Yes, perfectly. Thank you. Okay. Sorry to have confused you by that. That was all very unnecessary. <laughs> but I'm you know sorry. what? I'm just very overwhelmed in general right now. A lot's <laughs> happening in my life. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is you know what we can you know. <laughs> <they're> just having <laughs> dinner. You know what we can we can talk about this. Why don't I uh, give you a night? You can sleep. Uh, we have a guest bedroom. You can sleep in the guest bedroom. Take some time. And then you can decide what you want to do in the morning. How does that sound? That sounds like a much better idea. Thank you, Mrs. Burroughday. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. What a clean resolution to that scene. Because I feel like the few electronics I do have, you really don't want to be on, you know? I don't mean to be on all of them. Just your phone, Agave. But I, Clarita's I gonna call phone. Eddie, and um, she's gonna say, "All right, Eddie, I think your friend's a bit overwhelmed right now, and I don't think he really wants to talk to anybody." I get that. I understand. All right, I'll be right home. Yep. So now, what are people doing? I, I assume Robert how, is Robert like in his car. Is he on the road right now? I thought people kind of ran out to stop him and. Or at least, like... Not necessarily stop him, but, I mean, Jason would be by you 100% of the way. Okay, let me ask... Okay. I'm trying to have a conversation. As soon as Eddie revealed that the one formerly known as Dog was at Eddie's house, Robert immediately started taking off, Jason well, no, no, immediately no. followed, so and everyone else... Quickly, Eddie didn't know Vare was at his house until... He got the call from Clarita. He said he invited Dog. Oh, that's right. Off. As soon as he said, I invited Dog, Robert immediately took off, though. Like, Robert just instantly yeah, took off. It kind of sounds like followed. Jason followed him, and he, if he heard that the murders were being called, then he probably would have stopped walking and listened to that. So where was Allie in all of this? She was just sitting there, clearly listening to a second conversation in her earbud while listening to the conversation with all of you, and then go and like muttering, like, "Please come on, just be patient." God, this is such a fucking mess. 
no, people are slow, Tay. Not everybody. <clears throat> she was also kind of lagging behind the group. I would say, for the sake of simplicity, everybody's just all together. How's that? <laughs> How does that sound? Okay, I would say everybody's just all just together. They're standing up near the exit of the Time and Tide. What would Eddie say to Robert? Hey, um, right now, Dog's gonna need some space. And I don't have a son, but I do have wonderful parents. And I know that when I've needed space, they've been kind enough to give it to me. And doesn't mean it's gonna last forever. But right now, maybe we need to give Dog some time to think. So you know where he is. For now, He's, and that's a good thing, but we could end up scaring him away. He's alive. He made it out of the labyrinth, right? He's out of the labyrinth, yeah. Robert is gonna, like, sit down and look suddenly exhausted, more so than before. Jason's gonna sit down and put his arm around Robert. Hey, man, it's okay. Just breathe. That's all he's doing. Maybe this is Dog's version of a teenage rebellion? Eddie's mom called Dog there over the phone, right? When talking to Eddie? No, she just said your friend. She oh. didn't say a name. Because this is getting really hard to talk around. Yeah, I know. We have so many fucking names. Some characters have multiple names. We should kill half of the roster by the end of the season. How People made Sorry. so many new characters, dude. <laughs> Allie's just kind of standing in the back, by the way, like looking around like... This isn't how I wanted this to go. I'm sorry that this is how you got to know the group. It's a bit of a mess. Um, she didn't say that out loud. Oh. She was just in the back, like, awkwardly tapping her foot. Well, Should then. we fade out on this scene? Is this a good conclusion to this scene? I don't think so at all. I think the, uh, the image of, like, Robert exhausted, head in his hands, is, like, slow fade out on that. I agree with that. That's all I have to say about it. If we faded out on that fucking Sebastian Gridfinmore bullshit, we should be able to fade out on this emotion. Dude, that Sebastian scene was great. I like that scene. You were spectacular. I want to do a session where we start Sebastian going off, and he just vamps for two hours, and then we stop. <laughs> that would be so cruel. That would be so cruel. <laughs> um... Anyway, Ren, you didn't like this. How do you want this scene to conclude? I, like, just where does Allie go from here? Everybody is always welcome at the does community she just center. Leave? And they're going there anyway, right? Is that where oh, they're yeah. going after this? Like, if we're fading yeah. out of the scene, like, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. She doesn't know who you people are. She doesn't know what your goals are. She's just had this imp well, interpersonal okay. drama in front of Hold her. It's like, oh shit, I feel like I have to chime in and say something here. This huge interpersonal drama happened, and now, like, Robert is, like, emotionally broken, sitting at a table with his head in his hands. What is Allie gonna do now? What is she gonna do about that? She doesn't know. She is standing there awkwardly, waiting for somebody to tell her to yeah. leave her to stay. So, my assertion is, nobody knows what to do. Everybody's awkwardly standing there. No one knows what to do. Kind of a good to, like, fade out on that. I'm going to pat Robert yeah. on the shoulder. Agave wants to do something? I'm just going to pat him on the shoulder. I'm not going to really try and comfort him, because I feel like this is for the best. Yeah. 
Nobody knows what to do right now. It's a very awkward scene of a lot of tension. Even Robert himself is completely torn by, like, relief that he's alive, but sort of broken up that he can't see him. You should wait until he tells you he's ready, because just because you're ready doesn't mean that he's ready. And if you force him into this situation, he's never going to want to talk to you again. So don't. Just let it let it sit for a while, you know? Let broken wounds heal. I think Robert is just quietly contemplating that as it fades out. Ding. The last scene was Robert and everybody just not knowing what to do at all. I think maybe as soon as the next day, or maybe in a couple days... It is going to be Eddie's induction onto the council, which is a huge community event. People are out in the streets. Um, there's like freeform jazz on every street corner. Decorations have been put up. And I would like just very, very briefly, I would like Nick, if you would, as Greta to give a few words about Eddie um, as a sort of community address. Now, folks, you all know who this man is. He's been in your homes fixing plumbing since he was old enough to hold a wrench in both hands. This man here has done more for this community than I say anyone else has in all these years. And it was with great pride in my heart and great love in our eyes that we bring this man up here and we make him a member of this council, a shining, exemplar star for this community. Thank you, Greta. Your ability for hyperbole has never diminished over all of these years, but I'm, I'm grateful nonetheless. And Kid, you can learn to take a compliment. There's a ton of people that I need to thank uh, today. First and foremost, my parents. Uh, they've been the wind in my sails, the ground beneath my feet. I'd never have been able to get anywhere without them. I need to thank all of the other council members uh, for the mentorship they have provided. And of course, for the great grandfather himself. It's a shame that he's uh, asleep today, but uh, I very glad to have had his uh, support. The support of all my friends, uh, of all the little kids in the neighborhood. And uh, Eddie's gonna gesture to like the very scary crew and uh, the very scary crew part two and the very scary coterie part three and yo eddie you're kind of neat it's a shame that we always got you beat i also really want to thank all of my friends for the work that they do behind the scenes and be curious if we can get a round of applause for them in the back and eddie's going to gesture to all of you guys everybody claps yeah yeah moderate applause still can't believe this is happening uh it's surreal and i still don't know that i'm the best person for the job but i can say that i will stand up before you every single day and lower my head and ask how i can wash away your problems day after day after day and you can count on that like the tide like the waves and I will be there for you time and time again. So whatever I can do. Hope you have a lovely time at the festival today. 
and Eddie's gonna walk off and try and. and smooth jazz starts to play in. The band right, is folks, perfectly on cue. And by a pizza, I mean we got 500 pizzas. Go ahead and help yourselves. Please form an orderly queue. Uh, please, no, no cutting in line. I've got a well set out spread. I think we have exactly the correct amount of food for everyone. That's right. That's right. Uh, Eddie, get out there and enjoy yourself. Go, go hang out with your friends. We got a lot of work for you tomorrow. So I think that Eddie is going to try and pull everybody into a, like a quieter corner and say clearly. There's a lot of work that we need to address. I know that Aurenios has been making moves, and especially with Kaz being so distant lately, I want to make sure that Agave's got a safer place to be. And also, we need to see what we can provide for. Um, Eddie's going to take a look at Robert and then like, kind of bring in everybody a little close. Like, we got to give something for Robert to do uh, while he's not in contact with Dog. So I'm thinking maybe we could try and find out some more about Name What You Need and, and see how we can tackle that problem while also uh, helping out the people in Grand Vista and in the byproduct of all of that, find a place for Agave to stay that isn't a bar underground. It's really easy for me to work at a bar, though. They do really seem to like it there. Is that and true? And like... I've only had 107 people ask me for my phone number. Well, clearly they're starved for attention. Maybe we do need to find them a different place. Yes. Okay. Girl I... comes up to Agave. Hey, um, can I, uh, can I get your number? Oh, uh, my phone is actually broken. Uh, but there's going to be a party in one month. Here's the, here's the location. And I'm going to give, I'm going to give her a little note card with a party on it. Oh, thanks. She blushes and runs away. Anyways. You couldn't see me in a month. <laughs> full. You can see me in a month at a place I plan to be at anyway. Dude, that is a rough rejection. And you know what? She's going to be there. And That's gonna the thing. Be, there are going to be 107 other people there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's such a move. Just invite like, all of the people that ask you out to the same gathering. It's just a small get to Like, these people want to hang out, so I why not have them all in there and have a party, you know? I knew a yeah. girl. And then Agave's not actually, like, showing their face, but they're behind the scenes, like, orchestrating all of the couples getting together yeah. out of all the people oh, they rejected. Oh, I feel like so, that's very so, monocouple assumptionist of you. Monogamous, yeah. Fair point. Couple was the wrong word. They oversee all of the coupling. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And tripling. That's a very Dionysus move. Or not oversee so much as guide it towards happening. <laughs> Isn't that a different family member? Just taking every single one of your suitors and pairing them up with each other. Yeah, That's what yeah. Penelope should have yeah. done. Like intentionally Planning an place entire party tables. where the point is to let a bunch of people down easy. And also get their sloppy seconds over with. Father Stone strides so, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, He's holding an ornate Bible in his hand. Father, uh, it's, it's uh, always good to see you. Uh, what can I, how can I help? Says, oh, uh, actually, oh, what you... Yeah, I, I, actually, I was thinking. Um... I understand you've been distracted with everything and it's been very busy for you, but uh, mm -hmm. you were actually the one who asked me to come over here couple You're minutes absolutely ago absolutely right i completely forgot everybody uh you know father stone his son's actually going to be the one i i'm i'm hoping that you guys can work with 
as you can tell, I'm really flustered lately, and I'm I'm, I'm just going to try and get the start of council work under my belt before I can return to the thick of things. In the meantime, maybe you and uh, the, the good father can talk about ways to deal with name what you need. And I don't think that there's anybody better for the job in helping that than this man. And he's going to point out a very tall, very muscular guy in kind of like party apparel. He looks vaguely familiar. This is DeRoy, good friend of mine from when we were just as big as the Very Scary crew. He's really good with his hands. He knows the ins and outs of demo work. And sorry, I'm doing all the talking here. Have we met? I don't think we have. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm Jason. Pleasure Jason. 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 You from Grand Vista? I am. Mm -hmm. That would be it. We do work down there. Mm. I actually go to a gym by there. Oh, you go to Silver's gym. Silver's, exactly. Yeah. Were you at my father's funeral? I do a lot of stuff with the church. That might be where we know each other from. Yeah. So, Eddie tells me that you guys might be in need of some muscle and that your uh, usual guys. Mm, not around. Can I ask what you guys are planning? What you're up to? Well, there's going to be a party in a month, and like a lot of people are going to be there. Uh, no, God, that's I don't know if that's it's really the church boy vibe, but hey. you know. Let's not typecast somebody. All right. Here's the address. We'll see how long you last. All right. Hey, bouncing work is easy. Is that all? Well, we were tracking some people down, and we just needed someone. Not tight on the chase, really, but, uh, you know, somebody to back us up. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So just, like, some security stuff? Yeah, no no problem. I General security work, you know. I would like this scene to conclude with you all deciding what you want to do next. So there was the option of investigating the fairgrounds re-Deroy, or whoever that is, but that seems like the Golden Hands... Well, I guess our characters don't know that, so maybe we would go and investigate the Golden Hands at the fairground. Yeah, I think you should do whatever your characters agree to do in That character. could have some interesting implications if DeRoy is in the party, but that's mm -hmm. all I'll say. Um, our other option was, I guess, trying to talk to a dog, but it seems like we've come to some kind of comfortable, uncomfortable non-resolution to that situation for now, so maybe we leave that where it lies, question mark? We've always got the overarching tenant plot. Tenant. That's a good one. Let's go for Tenant. Well, the, the carnival kind of feeds into Tenant, right? I would say the three main options here are the fairgrounds to investigate the weird golden light. Option two is Tenant. I don't know how you would investigate Tenant. I don't really know. Well, we can track down yeah, those people who hate us. Again. I think it would be through Tish. I think it would be Tish through Valencia. Yeah, that's Tish through. Our Lee. only lead was Lee, unfortunately. That would be very interesting. That that's very cool. Well, we uh, have more than that. We've also got those people who should be dead. Huh? I mean, it's kind of implied Which? that that bridge is burnt, though. Noah, I think. No, that that's a different group, right? What people are you referring to? Okay, so when we went to the fairgrounds, there were some other rifts that had been lured there, and they were dead, but then we saw them alive again. That's right, Pauline. Yeah. Pauline Woodsworth. Yeah. We also have Corbin Payne's name to look into. Yeah, Corbin That's Payne. with Kaz. Calvin. Calvin Cyrus. I do have... So we have we want to get into involved in the Beaumont okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Three options. Option one is investigating the fairgrounds. 
Option two is investigating tenant through Tish through Lee. Okay. And option three is helping with Calvin Cyrus's political campaign. If Agave would know the Joseph Campbell guy that we just introduced at the beginning, like I could do a scene because I think T should want to ask Agave about that. A little record scratch here. Agave is surrounded by a cloud of people, and Tish is also surrounded by a cloud of people. Are we still at the party, or is this, like, time to Yeah, time? this is the party. This is a little bit before the whole group gets together. People are just, you know, hanging out. I'm, like, squeezing through the people. Uh, Agave! Oh, hey, Tish. Hey, can I ask you a question? Depends on the question. In your, like, gang contact people, do you know somebody named Joseph Campbell? It's kind of a creepy-looking side-eyed guy. Like the guy who wrote The Hero's Journey? What? Huh? Oh. I don't think so. So you don't know a guy like that? I, I guess describe him more. I don't know that anyone by mm, that name. He's got like a bun. Like he's got black hair and a bun. And he's kind of tall, I think. He wears <laughs> clothes. He wears clothes. I, got... think... I, saw him in the, I saw him in the convenience store. There's a guy that has like that description. There's a photo in the security room that says do not accept admittance. Oh. He's so, like on a list because he like had some checks bounce or something. So what does Tish want to do with that? I think what she was thinking before is she would listen in but like not commit to giving the guy any info because she's curious herself. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how much to tell Agave right now. That's okay. Fair. There's words you could say here that could lead to Gave having a scene. <laughs> That's fine. So she's she's just not going to say anything. Um, it might be interesting if I did though. Could be interesting if you didn't. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I think since Agave doesn't really know anything, then Tish will not say anything else. And what is Tish going to do? She's going to plan to try to sneak in and listen. And is she going to tell Lee about it? I think she's. Maybe not until after she hears what they say. And then she's She's gonna, not gonna tell Lee about it. Yeah, she's probably gonna tell Lee about it after she listens. Cause she while she believes fully believes that Valencia is Lee, she's still not totally on the same page as Lee. Because Lee's done some questionable things. Got it. So now we will go back to the rest of the group meeting here. I like the Calvin Cyrus plot. And the fairgrounds are also my uh, a close second. I feel like we should do Carnival first, then Calvin Cyrus. That, that sounds fair to me. me. I have a, I mean, I obviously have a vested interest in the Calvin Cyrus plot. Jason's very interested in the rejuvenation of Grand Vista. Robert does want to help with that, and like, much as possible. in this choosing way, are we denying us the option of doing the Calvin Cyrus content? Nope. Because I would rather not be denied any content. I would well, say the Calvin Cyrus content will happen. It's guaranteed to happen, but the timing will change the story. I think we should do Fairgrounds, then Calvin Cyrus. Yeah. Cool. Also, Agave was talking about keeping Robert busy to keep him away from Vare. So, like, it makes a lot of sense then why Agave is bringing up the Fairgrounds specifically. Why don't we avoid this trauma by, by going back to a place of previous trauma? Exactly. That's like, exactly what Agave that's, is for. That's... Straight up a place where, like, we saw Kaz brutally murder someone, and then the body was... was... 
Duray, are you sure we haven't met? Look, suffice it to say, some strange things uh, happen at the fairgrounds. Look, it's really hard to explain uh, what we are and what we do. Uh, suffice it to say, we're kind of like... kind of weird here because Jason wasn't at the fairgrounds and Jason... Yeah. Was but Jason is aware that there's something strange going on with the Golden Light and there's people in his party saying... But does Jason that was kind of a see... Source happening. Jason doesn't have memories, does he? No, he wouldn't. Or does he? He wouldn't. Of anything? Yeah, I don't... Um, not <laughs> he memories. doesn't remember he anything at all. For breakfast? But Jason has seen the Golden Hands, hasn't he? He has seen the Golden Hands, and he also probably sees that they're somehow connected in another completely strange and unprecedented way that is just totally blowing his mind. The other of us have men may have mentioned to Jason that we saw the golden hands at the fairgrounds and that could be a lead. That did happen. That's so Jason true. is somewhat yeah. aware of so, this fairgrounds being kind of like the epicenter of so Jason, this golden hands thing. Yeah, I like that. That kind of puts Jason on board right away. Uh, Agave pushing Robert towards that feels really interesting. And so okay. Jason is still trying to awkwardly explain this all to uh, DeRoy, saying, without revealing that they have magic powers. Um, and, uh, and he's like, Suffice it to say, we're like a private investigation firm that's looking out for the interests of the city. Tells me we should bring you to the fairgrounds. Yeah, you said something balls. about a body, and I am I'm going to be very honest with you. That's... I mean, it was a long time ago, ago, man. The body's the definitely not there. Did you, you kill a guy? I mean, uh, no, 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 no. Kaz no. killed a guy. We never have done anything illegal <laughs> and in the last Let month. me be clear... This is because they had captured us and were trying to kill us. It was like, have you ever seen that movie where there's where there's the puppet? It, I think it's like Axe Blade or something. And like he traps people in this game where they have to like break through their leg to get a key in a bathtub. It was like that, except it was an elevator and it was full of poison. I jumped through a window. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> God damn it, Emma. <laughs> so, just perfect. So, Roy, what happened? 100%. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of lead up to this. I can't really explain the whole thing, but last time we were at this fairgrounds, we got into a big fight. One of our friends, out of self-defense, killed somebody, and we kind of need to go check that out. Okay. Well, this actually works out great because my partner, she actually does legal work, so she could pull up the police report of that incident. If there is any. You did report that you had been trapped and I like, someone attempted It's one to... of those things where, like, people don't believe you as they forget about it due to, like, you know, the hangover. I pull everyone aside, I'm like, and, like away from Jorah, I'm like, I didn't know about any of this, and sec first of all, I didn't know about any of this, and second of all, you're making it sound really illegal and really weird we're trying to get this guy in that, so we can get some extra it's, it's like one of the most legal things that i did in the last like 10 years okay but what i'm trying to say is you're selling it the wrong way okay okay yeah. i'll i'll stop saying things right now we can't admit anything that'll make the law actually useful in putting a stop to these people so okay so it's an ongoing thing that we're trying to stop it's an ongoing case yes thing. it's open we haven't seen Evidence of it moving in a long time, but as far as we know, the perpetrator is still out there. It's a man named Dr. Tennant. All right. And you just need security on the grounds in case something... Okay, okay. I, th I'm, I think I'm beginning to understand this scenario. The forces at play are within full comprehension. Roll credits. 
next time on City of Mist. Six brand new characters.